Welcome back, friends, to the On to Something podcast. If you have not been here before, this is the place where we try to give space for talking about things about God, about relationships, and also about what we want to contribute to the world. Today's episode number 52 How to Have a Piece of God's Mind. All right, without further ado, let's talk. I'm convinced there's a reason that Disney's Pixar movie, Inside Out, was such a big hit six years ago. I think it was a big hit because it hit us right between the eyes and how we feel about navigating our daily mindset. Now, if you've been living underneath that rock that we've been talking about a couple episodes ago and you haven't seen it yet, let me give you the basic premise. The premise of the movie is this internal journey of an 11-year-old girl who faces the ups and downs of, you guessed it, the life of an 11-year-old girl. But the movie, though, isn't as much about the girl as it is the girl's personified emotions interacting with one another inside her, i.e. that's why they call it Inside Out. The movie's going to make you cry, it's going to make you laugh, but most importantly, it gives you the imagery for what it looks like for your mindset and different voices of emotions echoing inside the chambers of your mind. Now, daily interactions kind of stir up emotions inside of all of us, and they dialogue with all of us. Now, in the first third of life, one of the major steps of maturity is sharpening the skill of being able to identify what emotion is driving the voice that is dialoguing in my head right now. But the problem is, is that most of us, have been taught that this is the end goal, or it's at least where we've stopped. We applaud people for getting things out there, just saying them, which in relationship with God isn't the end, but it's the beginning. Now, I'm sure you're thinking correct. Welcome to stating the obvious in my world. Now, get to the point in this episode where you tell me something I may not know. Well, here's what you may not know or realize as you transition into the second third of life. In life with God, there's an invitation to not only identify the voices of emotion, but to speak to these emotions in such a way that it not only affects our mindset, but makes it better for us and those around us. And this is the work of God, of how the work of God becomes apparent tangible and good news for yourself and everyone around you. It's a maturing process of having something new in mind about what God can do with your mind. Now, it starts with how we define a stable person. Often we're thinking stable or mature person is someone who doesn't let their emotions get ahead of them. They're even keel. They you know verbally don't throw up or puke on you. Uh, they get upset or they uh, don't have hangups in life. They're the type of people who just don't let in bad thoughts, bad moods, or unhealthy thinking into their mind. And this persona, although you may know some people that it seems like they are like that, does not seem relatable to me. It seems like all I need to do is roll out of bed and I'm going to run into some type of interaction that can possibly ruin my day. (laughs) So if life isn't about preserving the mood that you wake up with, what is the maturing process? 
The maturing process in the second third of life isn't about naming our strong emotions, but identifying what needs to be spoken to them. Bad days, bad news, bad moods, and bad interactions are a part of life. And even though we can't change the existence of them, God does invite us into a life to change our posture and perceptions towards them when they come into our mind. This is where I found the spiritual coaching of Mark Thibodeau to be very helpful. He describes it this way. When people say hurtful things to us, we're going to be hurt. When people say things that strike fear in us, we're going to have emotions of fear. That is reality. But the work of life with God is how we arrange the mental furniture with the reality of those emotions in our mind. Mark advises all of us to remember we can't control the interactions outside of us. Outside actions of others will spark emotions inside of us, but what God can do is assist us in controlling how we see ourselves, what we do with ourselves, and what action is brought about from ourselves. So if you're anything like me, or you just lived in the year 2020, you might be thinking, this all sounds exhausting. Who's the energy to do this type of work? I'm not even a sharer. Can I just lay in bed all day? And my answer to you is, what a dream. No, you can't lay in bed all day. And here's what I want you to hear is the good news of God as you move closer from that first number in your age, changing from a two to a three. There's a beautiful reminder tucked away in the letter of the Bible that we call Romans. The reminder is short and simple. It's one sentence. You can count yourself dead to sin, but alive to God in Jesus Christ. In other words, Jesus offers a life where you no longer have to submit or be in control by a dead or unhealthy mindset. There is a new mindset that's taking over whether you know it or not. You have the chance for a different mental model, a different mental landscape, a different mental energy that you have access to. It's there, but we have to learn how it's there. It's like a new pair of shoes. They are new. They are yours. You are wearing them. But you got to walk around in them for a while to break them in. They're uncomfortable in the beginning. They don't feel natural. You might even have to lace them up or walk differently than you did before. But you learn it by small steps. Your old ways of thinking, the one where each and every emotion drives your entire being, you find yourself doing things that you're like, I don't know why I did that, I just did it, no longer has control over you. There's a new energy that's accessible to you to rewrite and rewire the pathways and mindset of your brain. When we have discouraging interactions in life, we tend to instinctually think we're worthless, we're incompetent, or unloved. Our mindset is hard on ourselves, so we react in really hard ways on ourselves and on others. And this is the good news with God that many people are tapping into, especially in counseling that they don't even know they're tapping into. Part of the love of God is God is reworking our mindsets. Freeing us of the knee-jerk reactions to different emotions. God enables a different action from the old ways of responding to different interactions. Here's an example of how this comes to my mind this week. 
I recently shared the news of taking a new job. And this has welcomed all sorts of emotions on my end and others. And I had some wise people remind me that in the very beginning, when you share this type of news, it's going to welcome a lot of strange emotions from other people as well, who are working through their own internal dialogues in light of the news. So, of course, I share this news and I've received all sorts of responses. I've received happiness, I've received gratitude, I've received fear, I've received anger, I've received joy, I've received nervousness. And a couple nights this week, I've kind of struggled to sleep because of all the emotions and old invitations to react out of my insecurities. At worst, my brain waves start to tell me things like, I'm worthless because I'm leaving people. I can't actually do the job that people are asking me to do. This is a bad idea. If so-and-so disagrees, then I must have done something wrong or missed the train. And it's put me on edge. At times, I've felt like just taking up the offer of snapping back at somebody. I've wanted to isolate myself. I've wanted to react out of anger or cynicism or quip responses. But these are the ways of the old mindset. And I found a great comfort in prayer and sitting with God that there's an invitation not to change these emotions. They're already in my mental landscape, but change how I react to them. Other people's interactions with me do not define me. They do not need to be the energy I work out of or respond. And they are not the end goal of who I am. In essence, God is giving my mind the energy it needs to learn how to react a different way than the way I would react when I was younger. I'm wondering if several of you need the invitation of God for where you are in life right now in your mindset. There is a God who is at work in you right now providing energy for you to not only name those voices inside you, but to voice a different response than letting them fuel the engine of your current mindset. A great way to start this maturing process with God is to simply recognize the internal dialogue inside you and then ask God, what do you think about this voice or this motivation? And then listen. The good news is that we do not stop at getting things out there. The good news of God is that there is someone outside of us that's helping us with what's going on inside of us. To wrap up the episode, I guess I'm trying to say this in a creative and artistic way. I'm trying to say that you can give God a piece, P-I-E-C-E, of your mind because God is ready to give you a piece, P-E-A-C-E, of God's mind. I suggest you take God up on that offer. All right, friends, that's episode number 52 of the Onto Something podcast. Thanks for letting me just share a little bit of my journey and also my uh, internal journal uh, as we've been processing so much. Uh, I have the spouse, Caroline Witcher, with me today to kind of uh, fill in maybe some gaps with that. Care what's the what's the news that people need to be read in on? 
Yeah. So we are, thank you for having me. We are so excited to announce and share with everybody that Zane has actually um, accepted a position as a lead preacher for a church over in the Round Rock, Austin area. And we are so thrilled about the move, so thrilled for what is to come there. Um, We are definitely in a major season of transition, like not sleeping very much, making a lot of decisions each day. Um, So we just appreciate y'all being along with us for the ride. Um, And we are very much holding the morning of letting go of where we have been for the last decade of our lives. And then, uh, yeah, excited for where we're going. So we're pumped. Most definitely. Well said. Um, Yeah. I don't think there's any other news that we need to give people with that. Yeah. No, that's the news. Yeah. Okay, friends. Well, until next time, always know that if you need to go back in the transcript and reread something and be like, he said what? Uh, Or you just need a reference of where that quote was from. Know that there is always a full transcript of everything there of the episode. And you can go to where, Carolina? Go to ontosomething.com. That is onto something, no G. No G. Never a G. Yeah. That's not a part of the brain. Because Zane is the OG. You know what I'm saying? No, no. See, Deja <laughs> is going to cut that out so fast. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Deja? Uh, anyways, so that's what we got. Onto something, no G.com. Until next time, friends, may you remember that you are onto something.